This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Threat scored three times in the top of the 10th inning, and they went on to beat the Twins on Sunday afternoon in Minneapolis. Final score, 5-3. to three. And with the win, it means Cincinnati finishes the 2020 regular season with a winning record at 31-29, and 29, their first winning season since 2013. It also means they are the number five seed in the National League playoffs, and they will take on the Atlanta Braves beginning on Wednesday. Highlights in a bit, but first some final thoughts on the game from the two guys who called it, Tommy Thrall and Jeff Brantley. Thanks, Ed. Yeah, Cowboy, a wild one to finish it out. 5-3, to three, the final as the Reds win in extra innings, and we talked about it at the end of the game. It was a complete team effort. It got started with Sonny Gray, but you have to feel good, not just about the starting pitching, but how far the bullpen has come heading into the postseason. Yeah, I, I thought Sonny threw the ball awfully well. I thought T.J. Anton came in and threw the ball well. And to be honest with you, Garrett threw the ball well, even though it, they had to take him out of the ball game. But you, you look at Sims, who came in to face one of the better power hitters in the game and Nelson Cruz, and uh, Cruz has not been a power hitter just for this year. It, is, it has been going on a long time, and he ends up getting a double play ball. Phenomenal play by the infield tandem of Farmer and Garcia, by the way. But I, I think that any time that everything is clicking in the right direction, you would like for it to be this time of the year and everything is clicking in the right direction for the Reds. The Reds have their first winning season uh, since 2013. They win 11 of their last 15, and now they'll battle the Atlanta Braves in the first round of the postseason, the wild card round. How do you kind of feel like that series shapes up? Well, you know that the Atlanta Braves are going to score runs. I, I think you can look up and down their lineup and just the history of the Braves over not only this year but last year. Very similar lineup this year than last year without Josh Donaldson. But they hit the ball. They score runs. The The big bat in that lineup is Freddie Freeman. Uh, you got to make sure that you you work around that, that type of guy. But even if you do, you end up with a, a guy like Acuna or maybe Albie. So uh, they've got a tough lineup. But their starting pitching is a little bit scattered. They've had some injuries, but Max Fried will sit at the top of that rotation. Well, you certainly can't say that the Reds aren't battle-tested at this point because you look at the teams that they beat down the stretch of the five series, four of those are playoff-bound teams. Reds win it 5-3 to three over the Twins, taking the series two games to one, and the Reds finish the regular season 31-29. and 29. Yet back to you. Now to the highlights. Sonny Gray made the start for the Reds on Sunday and pitched pretty well. He set down the Twins in order in the first three innings, and he got a little help defensively in the first. Gray into his windup, back to the plate against a rise, and there's a chopper back up the middle. Fielded in front of the second base hey. bag by Garcia with the bare hand of the throw in time. What a play by Jose Garcia. That ball never hit leather, folks, until it got to Joey Votto. It tipped off the fingers of Sonny Gray, and then Garcia came in, barehanded it, and made that play look simple. In the fifth inning, the Twins finally got on the board. Gray walked Jake Cave to lead off the inning. A ground ball moved him to second base, and then Gray threw a wild pitch that moved him to third. Then the run scored this way. 
Sonny Gray, a big breath, stares in as Casale hangs the sign, signal given. Really choked up Gonzalez right here. Gray quick pitches him and locks him up. Strike three called on the inside corner, and now they're going to call a balk, and the run will score. Sonny Gray quick pitched him and got called for the balk. And David Bell is out to argue. The Reds got that run back in the top of the sixth, and they did it with two outs. Joey Votto walked off Rich Hill. He was then replaced by Matt Whistler, and A. Eugenio Suarez did his job. Again from the belt, the pitch. Suarez swings, sends a fly ball in the air. Right center field, long run. Jake Cave, he won't get it. That's down for a hit. Votto getting the wave around third. Here comes the play. No play. Votto will score standing up, and A. Eugenio Suarez ties it up with a double to right center. Well, that was an awfully awkward play out in right center field between Jake Cave and Max Kepler. In the bottom of the sixth, Gray put the first two batters he faced on base. Another wild pitch moved both runners up a base. At that point, T.J. Antone replaced Gray and gave up a sacrifice fly, and the Twins had a one-run lead. Antone then struck out Jake Cave to end the inning. Sonny Gray's line on Sunday, not bad. Five in the third innings pitch, two hits, two runs, four walks, four strikeouts, three wild pitches, and a balk. In the top of the seventh, the Reds tied it up again with one out. Pinch hitter Jesse Winker doubled the right field, and then Freddie Galvis pinched hit for Jose Garcia and did this. This one crushed the right field. Long run by Kepler. He won't get it, and Winker will score, and we are tied at two. How about that? Back-to-back well, no, I thought that was a double. It was not a double. It was a single. Kepler got to the ball, but it bounced, and there was no chance to get Winker at the plate. And just like that, the Reds have pulled even with the Twins. The Reds went out in order in the eighth against Trevor May. In the bottom of the eighth, Amir Garrett gave up a leadoff single to Mitch Garver. Max Kepler then struck out. Next up was Luis Arise, and he grounded back to the mound, but Garrett threw the ball high to second. So two on and one out. Lucas Sims replaced Garrett, and he got what he needed. Now the pitch. Cruz hits a weak grounder to the right side. Fielded by Moustakis to Galvis at second one. Around to first, and that is a double play. It'll go 4-6-3, and that ends the eighth. However, the Twins may want to challenge this because the flip from Moustakis was high to Galvis. He took that throw coming across the bag, but he kept his toe down, trying to scrape it across the top of the bag. The Reds went down in order in the top of the ninth. Sims got the first two batters he faced in the bottom of the ninth, but then Sano singled, and that was it for Lucas Sims. Rysel Iglesias came on, and he struck out Jorge Polanco. So we move to the 10th. Michael Lorenzen started as the runner on second base for Cincinnati. Freddie Galvis popped up for the first out, but then Kirk Casale singled, moving Lorenzen the third. Casale then stole second base when the Twins really weren't paying attention to him. That brought Tucker Barnhart to the plate against Sergio Romo. The pitch. Line drive into right field. That will score at least one. Casale comes around third. They will hold him there. Reds have taken a 3-2 lead. First lead of the day. Romo then issued a walk, and up to the plate stepped Joey Votto. Here he comes. And a backdoor breaking ball misses. Ball four. Back-to-back walks. The Reds have taken a 
5-4-2 lead. Jorge Alcala came on to pitch for Minnesota, and the first batter he faced was A. Eugenio Suarez. Alcala comes to the set at the belt. He kicks and deals. And this ball ripped to the left side in the left field. That's a base hit, and the Reds will score, yes, another run. It is 5-2 Reds. Second RBI of the day for A. Eugenio Suarez. The Reds had a chance to score another run in the inning on a wild pitch, but Nick Castellanos was thrown out at the plate. Mike Moustakis then flew out, and that was the end of the inning. Iglesias came back out to pitch the bottom of the 10th. He gave up an RBI single to the first batter he faced. That made it 5-3. to three. He got the next two batters and then ended it this way. Iglesias shakes once the pitch. Fastball right down Broadway, and he struck him out. Fifth consecutive series that the Reds win, and they take this final ball game from the Twins 5-3. What a comeback season for these Red Legs as they head to the postseason with quite a bit of momentum. And on this day, it took just about everybody on the roster. Well, that's what you want to see on a playoff-bound team. Team win. And, and, and that's what it took. And everybody contributed. You, you even look at the two catchers both coming up with big hits. Casale, a big single in the 10th. Then it was Tucker Barnhart, who wasn't even in the game to begin with, finished the game playing first base, coming through with an RBI hit in that 10th inning. The guys that came off the bench made an impact. Boy, it really, all-around team win. And it started with a great start from Sonny Gray, who will head into the postseason on a high note. Everybody gets to feel good on this day. 5-3, Reds win the final regular season ball game in Minnesota. As I said, fifth consecutive series. Here are the totals for Cincinnati. Five runs, eight hits, one air, seven left on base. For the Twins, three runs, five hits, no airs. They stranded six. Iglesias is the winner, four and three. Romo, the loser, one and three. No home runs in the game. Game time, three hours and 53 minutes. With the victory, the Reds end the season 31-29. and 29. Again, their first winning season since 2013. Time to hear what Reds manager David Bell had to say after the game. How, how important was it for you to finish this thing with a winning record? And it seemed like you managed all out for the entire game as far as all the strategy and all the pinch hitting and things like that. Yeah, our, our guys played, played a great game today. Um, I think it started with Sonny. Um, he was as good as we've seen him all year. You know, he didn't get completely taxed either. You know, we, we got him out of there. Um, so he's in really good shape going into, uh, you know, next week. Um, what a play by, I really think the play of the year happened today. Uh, the ball that Rosario hit, Kyle Farmer made an unbelievable play. I thought he was going to come up and throw to first and just take it out. Goes to second. Um, Garcia made a good, strong throw to first. Really believe that was the best play we've, we've had all year. Um, big play in the game. And then... Uh, just everyone contributed. Um, it was a fun game. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't. I, I, maybe it wouldn't have changed anything where we're, we're headed to, to Atlanta, um, but it sure was nice to see everybody play well and finish the regular season. Um, really feeling good about themselves and feeling good about our team. Does it say something about you guys that the Twins have been so good at target field this year and you guys are able to take a series there? 
Yeah, I mean, it, it is a good team, you know, very good team. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's been, it was important, obviously, coming in here, and we knew we had to have a good series. Um, you know, everything shifted a little bit, changed a little bit after Friday night. Um, but, you know, even last night we lost. Um, I was really happy with the way our, our team and each and every player really responded. Um, so it was, it was good to, to get a win today. Like you said, a series win against a really good team. So now it's off to Atlanta for the wild card round against the Braves. Trevor Bauer will go in game one on Wednesday. Again, the final score from Target Field in Minneapolis on Sunday afternoon. It was the Reds 5 and the Twins 3. And I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds radio wrap-up.